Laser sights enhance and maintain your accuracy in a time of crisis, preventing tunnel vision and allowing quick target acquisition in awkward shooting positions. Crimson Trace, making laser sight standard equipment. Learn more at crimsontrace.com. Hey, y'all. It's Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. Look out. We smoking. Smoking we are. Talking about new guns, cool things. So are you buying guns? Do you buy guns as gifts for Christmas? Just an interesting idea. I mean, do you give guns to others? <laughs> well, you probably give them to yourself. I know I've done that a few times myself. Say, oh, yeah. Um, I have found just kind of personal experience through the years, that if there's something specific that I really want, I just go ahead and get it for myself. And yes, it makes me hard to buy for because I've already gotten what it is I want. But at the same time, I don't get something that's close, but not what I'm looking for. Where somebody goes, yeah, well, I got you a, you know, a thing. Yeah, but it's not the thing that I was looking for. It's not the particular model with the right barrel length and the, the right grips and the, the, this and the that. So I get it for myself. Do you buy gifts for yourself or as well as others? Do you buy gifts of guns? 866-TALK-GUN. Speaking of gifts and cool guns and such, we're joined right now by uh, Patrick Hanley from Sig Sauer talking about a really cool new gun. Hey, Patrick, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, Tom? I am excellent. I'm on your website looking at the uh, the Sig M400 Tread. What is this? What's it all about? So the tread rifle, what it was, was for a while we were looking at a lot of these entry-level guns in the market, and we've always kind of avoided that market as SIG, uh, mm-hmm. just because it wasn't really, you know, the, the lower-priced guns weren't really us. But we, we, we always, you know, we, we still want people who are, you know, want to be SIG owners to be able to have the ability not to have to spend over $1,000 to buy a SIG rifle. So the idea behind the tread was we really, you know, we, we wanted to get into that market, but we didn't want to get down into the the category where people still had to do a lot of accessorizing after they bought the gun. Ah, okay. So we we bought this gun with the intent to buy to be able to have your free floating handguard already pre-installed, which is probably the most common accessory that everybody buys after they mm-hmm. buy a, a, a AR rifle. Right. And then what we did after that was we said, okay, you know, we came up with this great idea. We we brought the rifle out and we said, you know what? It'd be pretty cool if people had the ability to do a lot of accessorizing to what they already have here easily without having to be an armorer. So we came up with a whole level of parts that go along with this cool entry level platform. So you can start at seven ninety nine and get the gun that we have, but you can put different handguards on with the same barrel nut that's on there. You can put uh, accessory triggers, different uh, M lock rail pieces. There's there's just endless amounts of accessories that are all non armorers level stuff that people can do to customize the rifle to their own liking. Okay, now out of the box, I'm just looking at it, if I'm if I'm reading this right. Now this is a, an AR-15. It's from Sig Sig Sauer. I mean, it's this quality piece of gear. But out of the box, it looks like it comes with ambidextrous controls, free floating M lock handguard, and a 16 inch stainless steel barrel. You got it. I mean, this thing, like I said, we, we, we wanted to get down into an entry-level price point for people to be able to get one of our rifles, but we didn't want to sacrifice the things that we know is SIG, that the you know the Academy is one of our greatest resources. Mm-hmm. We use got those guys for this. It's like, you know, how do we do this without, you know, making a gun that we can't be proud of as SIG to put out there? So we really, you know, we worked hard at what we were going to do on this to come up with a plan for an entry-level gun that, 
that made sense to be able to give somebody something. It's a gun that you can buy as a, I've never shot an AR in my life and I want my first one, and you can end with it. And we have guys that have already told us, you know, they're buying it as their rifle, even though they already have four or five, as a building mm-hmm. rifle to build off of. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that you can do with it. It's a, it's a great, great platform for that money. I mean, at seven ninety nine, what you're getting, like you just said, wow. I mean, that's, that's, it's a great, great now, buy at it, that. It comes optics ready. It's got a flat top on it and does not come with sights. I imagine most people Correct. are putting optics on their guns these days. It's very common. Most people are putting the, the red dot sights on, and that's one of the things we, we made a kit, too, for people who do love iron sights. There's still a lot of people out there. We made a kit that comes with that uh, front rail section so that you can throw it in with an M-lock oh. piece and you can put your full set of sights on. Yeah, so there's there's still that option. And, and with our Romeo, you know, the sights are made for our platform and you can co-witness them through the Romeo. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, th- there's a lot of cool accessories that we came up with to make sure that everybody could do whatever they wanted to to this rifle. Well, it's an interesting challenge. I'm just thinking about it internally at SIG, knowing the folks there and the, the conversations that must have taken place where you're thinking, okay, we want to bring something out that's a good bit less expensive than what we have before. But at the same time, you have to protect the good name that SIG has earned over the decades of being high quality and good stuff. I mean, you can't mess with your reputation at the same time. And that's kind of the challenge is how do you bring out something that is very attractive from a price standpoint, but also has that same level of quality where people go, yeah, it's a SIG. And that you're 100% right, Tom, and that's that's always one of the challenges. We have a, a level of testing that we do. We have a what we call a DV test, which is our design validation, and we just uh, we absolutely abuse guns when we bring platforms out. I mean, we we do stuff. We had our, when we brought our 365 out. There were multiple guns brought to 20,000 rounds over and over and over again, just continuously to see you know if there were going to be any failures. This gun was no different. I mean, we beat the tar out of this thing just like we do out of our other guns between endurance and environmentals and testing of, like, we had a new handguard system on it, and we, we do all kinds of different tests to make sure that the handguard is going to be rigid enough. There's no there's there's no shortcuts at sake. Everything that we do has to go under the same plan of action as far as testing goes. It's it's a cool thing to be a part of. It, it can be tough as a product manager because nothing goes until it's ready to go. But <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's you're cool thinking thing I want I want to get this out the door, and they're going not yet, exactly. not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's very it's very challenging at times, but it, it it's what makes the company great. You mentioned in passing, it kind of went by fast. I don't want people to to miss what you said, the importance of it. You mentioned the Sig Academy, and yep. having been there and gotten to know some of the instructors there. And it, I would almost, as a product manager, be afraid to turn something over to these guys because these are like real world, <laughs> go there, do that kind of thing all over the planet. They've been there. They've kicked in the doors. They've done the things. And when they get a piece of gear, they are going to beat the snot out of it. You're 100% right. I mean, we, we bring stuff to these guys, and we think that we have absolutely done everything in the world to make this as tough and as rigid as possible, and they figure out ways to break it. I mean, that's really why everything at SIG starts, and it starts in concept at the Academy, and it finishes there. I mean, that's where we really determine mm. if it's a product worthy of going to the market. These guys are all trained professionals, and if they're going, if there's going to be something that they can make it create a hiccup, it, it, it's going to be these guys. And, you know, you got 
an average commercial user is shooting a gun, you know, a, a couple thousand times maybe in the life of the gun. Sometimes people who are avid shooters shoot a lot more, but mm-hmm. these guys are shooting thousands upon thousands of rounds a day. So right. they're they're putting the abuse to these guns on a continual basis. And, you know, they're coming to us with problems that we always address, even though the 99% of people gun, uh, who buy that gun may never see it. It doesn't matter. We still make sure that that is what we put forward when we when we make that product. It's got all of their feedback put into it. They kind of have a weird uh, sense of humor. They kind of like it when they can figure out they can break something. They purposely try to break our stuff. <laughs> they, they definitely do. But they that's do. what makes those guys great. They're, yeah. they're awesome guys. They, they come to us and they're like, hey, uh, you know, if you jam this into the ground, you can break this muzzle brake. And we're kind of like, yeah, guys, we know that. You're thinking, yeah, well, who's going to do that? And they say, well, that, that, exactly. Yeah. But they but they say, yeah, well, we, we do, tell but you it, the it, things it, that can happen. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to give away uh, one of the six-hour M400 treads. We've got a price package over at guntalk.com slash win. It's going to come, uh, let's see, I'm looking at it right now. We've got the uh, the tread. We've got uh, Romeo 5 Red Dot. We've got some SIG 5.56 ammo. Um, one of the things that's interesting, just think about this out loud, Patrick, is um, SIG used to be, well, way back, it was basically a handgun company. Then it was kind of brought in rifles. And now it's a full-scale everything company. You got your own ammo. You got your own optics. Everything from you know optical stuff to electro optics. And so you guys kind of get to package the whole deal. Exactly. I mean, we we in my mind we did this. You know, we did everything right. I mean, I, I've I've worked at other companies in the industry, and one of the things that I I pride myself on coming to Sig was when I got here and I became the rifle manager. I had seen that we were into optics and we were into ammo and. You know, whenever you look at that stuff, you're like, okay, that's that's neat that we are able to offer that stuff. Then I started looking at the stuff and using the stuff, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely amazed that there was no, we're going to put our foot halfway in the door. Uh, the optic side, the ammo side, the suppressor side, everything that we've done in this company outside of, of firearms is top-notch, best stuff on the market which is just absolutely speaks to the way that our, our company is, is the way that we look at it is like, hey, if we're going to go do that, we're not going to just stick our foot in the door and buy it from somebody. We're going to go own it. And these guys in all three of those divisions, they are just killing it. I mean, some of the stuff the optics guys have been coming out with, our ammo is phenomenally accurate. I mean, we just have some, we have some really, really, really cool stuff that these guys have been doing, and the quality is just phenomenal. All right, let me let people know that it uh, looks like there's four days left on this giveaway. You get involved. You can uh, enter for a chance to win the SIG M400 Tread Rifle, SIG Ammo, Romeo 5 Optic. Go to guntalk.com slash win, W-I-N. And if you want more information about the rifle itself, you should go to the SIG uh, website. And it has everything there, SIGSour.com. Patrick, Correct. thank you so much, man. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you. I'll be seeing you out at the SHOT Show in Vegas, and that'll be like in a week and a half, feels like. <laughs> we will be there, and we're going to have some more cool stuff for you to check out. Oh, I cannot wait. That'll be great. All right, thanks so much, and uh, you guys have a <laughs> right. uh, Merry Christmas. Take care. All right, eight, uh, 866-TALK-GUN will get you in here, or just Tom Talk Gun.
Brownells has gone retro. Check out Brownells' new line of retro AR-15 and AR-style 308 rifles at brownells.com slash retro. Whether you're looking for Eugene Stoner's original 308 design, the famous M16A1, Air Force 601, or the XM-177 carbine, Brownells has the classic, new production, old-school rifle of your dreams. Own the firearm you used in basic training, carried in service, or that Grandpa always talks about. See more at brownells.com slash retro. You got your carry permit, and that's good. But you know you could use more training. Get the DVDs, which have what you need. Springfield Armory presents Concealed Carry 1 and Concealed Carry 2 with Bata Group. Learn specific concealed carry skills from Top Gun fighting trainers. Get trained. Be prepared. This really is life and death. ShopGunTalk.com shopguntalk.com This land, once wild and free, fades now from our memory. But I remember what it was like, what we were like, what we are capable of when we band together. Perhaps more than any other landscape, wetlands embody the life-giving abundance that nature has to offer. And perhaps more than any other organization, Ducks Unlimited is working to ensure that our continent's wetlands not only survive, but thrive for generations well beyond this one. These natural wonders are where waterfowl begin their cycle of life, where the deer and the antelope play, and where we, the people, gather together to see and share what makes the outdoors so great. The time is now to band together with organizations like Ducks Unlimited. The time is now to rescue our wetlands. For more than 70 years, Timney Triggers has been enhancing the shooter's experience. Whether it's a local competition, a day at the range, or even the hunt of a lifetime, setting the standard in aftermarket triggers, Timney is now producing more than 170 models of triggers for bolt-action rifles, shotguns, AR rifles, and semi-automatic rifles. Proudly made in the USA since 1946. Find your new trigger at TimneyTriggers.com. I mentioned the uh, a piece I saw from the gun ban industry, the gun banners. They were trying to put together a correlation here, and it's part of the demonization of gun ownership, gun owners, if you will, not really the ownership, it's, it's us that they don't like. It's not guns, it's us. And they were saying that most, quote-unquote, assault weapons, that is, semi-automatic rifles, are owned by a category they created, a new name. They called it the super owner. Someone who owns 10 or more firearms. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you even imagine someone would own 10 firearms? It's hard for me to imagine someone who owns only 10, but that's a whole different thing. Um, the, The idea, obvious, is to come up with a new category. They work really well on categories and names and putting things into little packages because they know they can't ban everything at once. They would like to, but they can't. 
And they're pretty good at incrementalism. So they come up with these categories like Saturday Night Special. Well, those are guns that are too small. And Assault Weapons. Those are guns that are too scary looking. They don't actually have any physical characteristics. Except that then they expanded the whole, and of course that was the whole idea behind the term Assault Weapon. There's no such thing. There's no definition. So it is an infinitely expandable definition. So now it's not just semi-auto, it's not just AR-15s, it's all semi-automatics. Not just semi-automatic rifles anymore. They want to ban semi-automatic rifles, semi-automatic handguns, semi-automatic shotguns, because semi-automatic is now evil, evil, evil. Must be stamped out. Because it's a category. We created this category, and now we have branded the category bad, and we have convinced the public that this category is bad. What do you think they're going to be doing with Super owner. Someone who owns 10 or more firearms. You may have to register. You may have to stand in line. You may have to say, Mother, may I? You may not be allowed to own double digits in guns if they have their way. But they can only do that. Throughout history, genocides and subjugation and slaveries can only be done when you can convince a population that the other people are the other, the other. They're not like us. In fact, they aren't even us. They are worthy of your scorn, your ridicule, your mockery. They're worthy of being demeaned. They're worthy of being diminished. And once we do that, we can do anything to them. We can enslave them. We can regulate them. And that's what super owner it's about. And so I put that on Twitter, and predictably, a lot of people said, cool, I'm super. I'm not more than that, I'm super duper, because I have quite a few more than 10 guns. So we took that idea, Jim threw it out, a bunch of us kind of had the same idea at the same time, and we said, all right, we're going to own this thing. So now you can get your super owner accessories. Yes, we did. We have t-shirts. We have mobile phone carriers. We have a whole bunch of different stuff with super owner logos on them. (laughs) Yes, we did. Uh, Guntalk.com slash rewards. We'll get you there. You can uh, start there. Guntalk.com. I can't say that. Guntalk.com slash rewards. And uh, you can click on the uh, the link to go get the Super Owner t-shirts and other accessories. Just a goofy, fun thing we're doing. All right. Uh, let's go to line three. Dan's with us out of Virginia. Hello, Dan. You're on Gun Talk. Hello. Um, last time I talked to you, we were talking about youth training. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I pushed it a little further now. Uh, I'm... Now the uh, president of the Winchester chapter of the Isaac Walton League, we've got programs going there for youth and adults. Uh, we're working with Boy Scouts, Trail Life, and this classic uh, action shooting uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um, we sponsored a, uh, an SASP team, as a matter of fact. Um, they're doing great. Two years into the program, and they got three kids who can score 80 hits uh, in under 75 seconds. I mean, <laughs> it's wow. just amazing. Yeah. So what are the ages of the kids who are involved? Um, 
Well, with the SASP program um, there for junior high and high school, Mm -hmm. um, the other programs um, that we're working with, we go down to uh, 10 years with Trail Life, and uh, I believe it's 12 with the Boy Scouts. Let me ask you a question, Dan, because I I threw Uh something out earlier. And I know when people hear me say it, they go, yeah, it's that gun guy, and he's spreading his propaganda, and yada, yada, same thing all over again. But I threw this uh-huh. out. I'd love to get your experience, and you don't have to agree with me on this, okay? Uh, but I was saying it is my experience that when I'm around youngsters who are involved in competitive shooting, they are still kids, but when they're involved in the gun aspect of things, they are focused, they are polite, mm-hmm. they are responsible, and they are safe. And I would love to, I mean, if you disagree with me, let me know. But what do you see? I see a change take place when they start shooting. I'm, I'm talking about, um, in a couple of cases, one boy who uh, is autistic mm-hmm. and several others who are HDHD, uh, ADHD. Right. And they, they just focus like you wouldn't believe Fascinating. That's really interesting. The ADHD kids can focus when they're on the line shooting. Right. Any idea what's going on there? Um, I think it's just it takes up all their attention. Shooting shooting takes some mental effort. Well, shooting, they, is a men- shooting is a mental game. I mean, and we always tell people, look, you don't have to be big. You don't have to be strong. All you have to do is be able to hold up a gun. But then it is what's happening between your ears. That's what that's what shooting is. I think you're onto yep. something. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Well, Dan, thank you so much for sharing the Isaac Walton uh, League. We forget to mention them a lot of times in shooting progress, but they're big. Uh, you know what your call has made me think? I'm going to start uh, focusing on some of these other groups, the Boy Scouts, the Isaac Walton League, uh, 4-H, some of the other big shooting programs out there, and we're going to get a whole bunch of them on. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that, and thank you for what you're doing. What's been your experience as you get involved with uh, young people in the shooting sports? Uh, I mean, I know Dan has his take. I had not thought about the whole ADHD thing and focusing. I've not seen that, not been around it, but... Now that I think about it, it makes a lot of sense because shooting is, in fact, really purely mental. If you can focus on it, you can do it. Fascinating. What's been your take on this? 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham. Give me a holler. This is Gun Talk. A girl can't go wrong with something in basic black, like an AR-15. Some things never go out of style. Like Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. 866-TALK-GUN is the magic number here. We've got Mark, Kevin, and Tony lined up, but we do have room for you if you'd like to join us. Be pretty much just you and me and our calls for the next half hour. So give me a holler if there's something on your mind, a gun that you're thinking about buying, one that you have purchased that you want to tell us about, or just a cool story about uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas period that involves guns or hunting and families. Love to get those as well. Just give me a holler at Tom Talk Gun. Line two, Mark's with us out of Hawaii. Hello, Mark. You're on Gun Talk. Hey, Tom. Yes, uh, I've got a range report for you. Great. Um, 
One of my favorite rifles is the Savage 99E. Um, I inherited it when I was about 20 years old mm-hmm. from my granduncle. And out here in Hawaii, uh, we have fairly small animals. Axis deer, they run from about 110 to 140 pounds. Right. And uh, mouflon sheep are 70 to 100. And... Um, that rifle I've got is chambered in 243, and ah. it is an absolutely terrific combination. The 99E is a carbine version, right? and um, it's got a 20-inch barrel on it, so it's a really nice handling light rifle, mm-hmm. um, and anything out to 300 yards, uh, it is, it's a tack driver. Now, does the, does the E-model, does that have the rotary magazine? Yes, it does. See, I like that. I like that rotary magazine. That's that old style. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the detachable box version. I like what you have. That's cool. And uh, my uncle bought it new in ni- 1957. <laughs> Great. Well, you, now, you know the deal. You can never let that get out of your family. No way. Uh I shoot the Nosler 80 grain, uh, maybe it's an 85 grain. Um, uh, it's not uh, what's the partition. The name of that? Yeah, the partition. It, it is partition. The, okay. Yeah, yeah that ought to work I great. Light partition in it, mm-hmm. uh, and I hand load for it, and okay. it's a minute, minute of angle gun all day long, um, and which is kind of rare for a for a lever action. It, it is. You yeah. know, I was looking at, i got to share with you, last week I was in a gun store, and I said, hey, you guys got anything interesting in the used rack? And they go, yeah, well, we got this, uh, you know, over here, show me this, that. And I look over there and I said, what is that 99 doing over there? It's a Savage 99. Said, they go, oh, that's interesting. And they pull it out, and it's chambered in 284 Winchester, which is one of my favorite mm. calibers. Very interesting, uh-huh. very cool. And I would have been all over it, except that the guy really, they had on consignment. Uh, the guy really, really wants a lot of money for it. And I'm not going to do oh, okay. that. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're talking like $3,000, kind of a lot of money. Oh, gee. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think, I think maybe, and maybe that gun and that uh, caliber is a collector's item. I'm not a gun collector. I don't do that. I get them to shoot. But I do like the 284. But I think your rig in 243 is one of the best balanced packages you could get that is very cool look i appreciate the report and it gives me a chance to talk about the uh, the savage 99 that is very sweet thank you mark i appreciate that sir all right kevin's on line one out of california kevin you do guys have a new actually more than one law coming your way do you think people are ready for this explain what's going on well i don't know if people are ready for it uh, but uh so what I've heard, I went into local, and I have another question after this, but I'm looking for an AR. And so okay. I was in a local store, and they were kind of giving me the, you know, the uh, information on what I was looking for. And they said, you know, after January, you're going to probably have to, uh, when you come in and buy ammunition, you're going to be charged a fee. And so whether you buy, you know, a box of 20 or whether you box buy, you know, a crate of, you know, 500 rounds, they're mm-hmm. going to charge you. And, um, you know, eventually what's going to happen, and I'm not sure how far down the pike it happens, but you're going to have to do a background check. Um, yes, for, that, that, um, that's coming in 2019, uh, the background check by Amber. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. 
I mean, it's just it's just really crazy. I was listening to your piece of uh, you know the number of rounds that are shot, and um, you know I'm a, a legal gun owner uh, and uh, avid shooter, and I just can't believe that. Uh, well, it is California, so <laughs> that answers the question. Let there. me ask you because I mean I've not lived in California, and you're there. From the perspective of being out here, we look at it and go, "Wow." That's just weird. And, you know, you think, well, why don't you do anything? And, of course, you now have this unbelievable supermajority of Democrats in the state house, and they can basically do anything they want to. Yeah, and it's, you know, it is um, propagated by a lot of the, you know, the Democratic Party um, and in, in the um, attempt to say, you know, we're going to have a safer society. You know, they were also sure. talking about, you know, signatures on bullets. And when, so when you um, making the manufacturers uh, put a certain signature in them and somebody buys the, it, that signature's attached right. to them, you know. The, the um, micro stamping, so, which it, it's, it's yeah, a technology exactly. that does not actually exist, but they do require it, which is an yes, interesting exactly. way to ban guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just it's getting more restrictive. Um, so uh, my other question is, um, mm-hmm. I'm in the market for an AR, uh, or a, was going to five, five, six. Um, and I've been, I've looked at the ATI, uh, just the mill sport. And I've also looked at the Delton three sixteen. and I'm a, you know, I'm an entry level buyer right now. So I, I don't have a whole lot of, you know, cash to, uh, mm-hmm. buy something, you know, more than, more than that. Um, I looked at the M and I just didn't like the fin, um, on that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so what? What between the two? Uh, well, let's not let's not limit it between those two. I'm going to open the world up here. Give me an idea of how much you're willing to spend. Where are we here? So we're around six hundred dollars. Where we're at right now. Okay. Um, yeah. You're, if, if you're in that, the six hundred dollar range, we can get you something. Do you have a particular brand of gun that you either own now or that you like? Because here's what I'm thinking. Here's where I'm going with this. When you start looking at what's out there, every Body making ARs, well, most of them have entry level. We just had a guy on from SIG talk about SIG has an entry level gun, which is really great AR. Uh, Ruger, you can get a, a, an entry level Ruger AR. Uh, Springfield Armor, you can get a Saint. Uh, you know, and like you said, if you don't like the Smith M&P, cool. There's lots of other ones out there. I would, my personal belief, and others will disagree, but my personal belief is to. I like guns from companies that I know who they are and what they do. Right. That's just kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, Jim says, hey, you can mail order one for 299 bucks an AR-15. You can. Um, the other thing you can do, uh, you can put one together yourself. You can buy a lower and start you know, buying all the parts and slap it together yourself if you're comfortable with that. Not everybody is. Um, right, right. I would say this. This is just kind of my take. And those, I, first of all, let me back up. The two you mentioned, I don't know. There are probably 300 different AR makers, at least, right. in the country now. I don't know those. Some of the ones I've mentioned, I do know. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be afraid to spend an extra 100 bucks. You won't be able to find the 100 bucks that you spent after a, a month or two. You won't even remember it. Yeah, true. But, 
But, but, but if it gets you into a gun, you say, hey, I have an X or a thing, and it's something I like, or I've, I've always been a Ruger guy, or I've always been a whatever guy, and I want one that's that brand, that's cool, too. There's a lot of ways to go. Don't yeah. shop at the absolute bottom of the level. It would be, I guess, my only thought, because you're going to have the gun for a long time. Make sure it's one you like. The other part is, I don't think you can go wrong. AR-15s are, you know, at that level are darn near commodities. Buy something that makes you happy. Look, I got to run. I'm over time for my break here. I got to scoot. 866 Talk Gun. Be right back. Are you looking for a place to shoot? The National Shooting Sports Foundation has a great website called wheretoshoot.org. It's the largest database of shooting ranges on the Internet. It's also a great resource for shooters where you can find video tips, printable targets, and a lot more. Find it online at wheretoshoot.org. And while you're there, download their free iPhone app. That's wheretoshoot.org. For legendary Mossberg reliability in a compact package without the requirement of NFA paperwork, look for the Mossberg 590 Shockwave. Now available in both 12 and 20 gauge. These pump action firearms feature a 14 inch barrel, a bird's head pistol grip, and a length just over 26 inches. Check out the Shockwaves at Mossberg.com. Mossberg, American built, American strong. Arm yourself with Mossberg. Laser sights enhance and maintain your accuracy in a time of crisis. Whether you're unbalanced, evading a threat, or engaging from behind cover, a laser sight aids in keeping you on target. Call 800-442-2406 or visit crimsontrace.com for a free copy of our laser training video, The Laser's Edge, and learn more about why Crimson Trace is making laser sights standard equipment. Now at LibertySafe.com, you can buy a Liberty Safe at a great price and receive 12 months interest-free payments with zero down and 0% APR, with some safes as low as $20 a month on approved credit. Peace of mind, lifetime warranty, and in-home delivery service. Go to LibertySafe.com now for 12 months interest-free payments with zero down and 0% APR. LibertySafe.com. All right, back with you here. Let's go straight to the phones. Line four, Tony's with us out of Texas. Hey, Tony, range report for me. What you got? Hey, man, I have picked up a Styrman liquor M72, and I cannot find anything on the Internet. And, I mean, I, I know it's made 1975. It's in 270 caliber, but it is a gorgeous gun. It's got the full-length stock. Uh, Three by nine scope on it, right? And uh, so, where anyway, have you gone looking? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So, what are what are we looking for here? I'm I'm just looking for some information. Where 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 could you find something on this? I assume you've gone on the internet. Just you know, put that model in and all of that looking. Yes, sir, I have. What came up? Well, I mean, 
there's a, a lot of the 1903s, 1952s and stuff, but this was an intermediate. They didn't know where they were going to go. And uh, it's a Ford locking lug. Mm-hmm. It's got the hammer forge barrel on it. But anyway, it shoots like a dream. If you find one, <laughs> I, right. I would suggest you get it. It'll shoot I'm- under him a minute of angle. All right, I'm going to tell you where you can go to get information, okay? The Man Liquor Collectors Association. Did you check them out? No, sir, I haven't. All right, uh, this is going to be so easy. Manlicker.org. That's it. Just manlicker.org. And they are right there. Uh, about Man Liquors, they've got one thing to click on it about the Model 72. Gives you some background. Um, so, I mean, I think this is probably going to get you everything you're looking for. It's got a whole thing about the Manlicker uh, M72, made in Austria, background of it, how it came about, every, all the variations. So, yeah, take it, check it out, manlicker.org. Uh, that'll take care of it for you. And, look, I, I wish you luck. That sounds like a cool rifle. Appreciate the call, sir. Line two, Glenn is in Abbott, Texas. Hello, Glenn. You're on Gun Talk. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm interested in a Kel-Tec uh, shotgun. Are uh, they any good? Which one? You talking about that uh, double barrel thing of theirs? No, it's a uh, single barrel. It fires a 40-round magazine. It really? was in the uh, NRA magazine. Huh. Now, I have not seen that one. I've, I've shot a number of different kel and they have this double-barrel thing. I can't remember the name of it is, but uh, it worked really well. And I've shot a number of other kel and they've all worked well. They are inexpensive, generally, but they generally work pretty well. But now you've got me intrigued. i got to go find the story on that. Uh, they don't uh, seem to sell them in the stores. You have to buy it through the mail. Oh. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will look it up and send, uh, you keep listening. We'll see if we can get some information about it. But I don't have any personal info on that particular firearm, but I do think Keltec makes good stuff. So uh, if that helps, look, I appreciate that. Did you happen to see this story? I love it. A man takes 679-pound black bear at five yards with a three fifty seven Magnum handgun. Revolver. This was in Pennsylvania. The story starts off, more than 1,200 black bears were taken in the first day of Pennsylvania's four-day black bear season. That's a lot of bears. More than 1,200 black bears were taken, including one 679-pound bear in Warren County. The bear was taken at five yards with a three fifty seven Magnum handgun by Jordan Tutmar of Warren. Says it was the second largest bear of the day. Um, that's impressive. It really is. And also, you know, I know we always say to get close when you're hunting with a handgun. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that too close? Is five yards too close uh, to a, an almost 700-pound black bear? I wonder if, well, I don't know if he was shooting over, hunting over bait, if he was on a trail. I don't, I don't know the details of it. But, man... The mind just kind of goes crazy thinking, all right, that's kind of cool. And I'm not sure I want to do that. And I guess the 357 is enough for Black Bear. <laughs> Very cool stuff. 866 Talk Gun. Still looking for your range reports.
Hey, just a little bit. I'm going to tell you about a uh, movie that's just come out. It's got some really cool stuff about uh, self-defense use of guns. And because it does, the rating outfit rates movies gave it an R rating, which will keep it from being shown a lot of places. will keep a lot of people from being able to see it. Uh, yes, it's more of the gun control, gun ban effort, and this from the movie industry. No surprise there. Hey, I want to talk with uh, Rodney on line one out of Omaha, Nebraska. Hey, Rodney, we were talking about uh, competition shooting, uh, kids getting involved in shooting. We had this uh, call from somebody said he's seen ADHD kids really change, and you got something on that. Uh, yes. Um, I, um, I'm i in my mid-40s now. Um, I have ADHD. Um, I'm actually unmedicated. I, I, I refuse to take the pills, but when I was mm-hmm. a kid, everybody talked about my lack of discipline and how I'd never amount to anything. And a friend of mine, my dad's from the VFW, says, well, why don't you get him into target shooting? And um, I, I think I credit that with a real change in my life because it, it taught me focus and discipline. And, you know, before people give up on, on kids with ADHD and that stuff today, uh-huh. Maybe that's something they should look into. Roddy, what was it about going shooting that helped you focus and get uh, discipline? Uh, when you target shoot, um, all external stimulation just disappears. It's only the fo- the target yes. that exists. And it's, yes. it's almost, I, I want to say it's probably like meditation. And that mm-hmm. really made a difference in my life. And I was able to take what I learned from that and to apply it in my life for other things. Do you still shoot? Yes, all the time. Interesting. And, and you're right. And people who don't, haven't done it don't understand. Once you get on target, everything else goes away. All I mean, every part of your mental ability, everything is exercised on just that one thing and getting it right. And everything else goes away. Yes. That's fascinating. Well, look, I thank you for sharing that. And, and that's, that is truly an aspect of shooting I had not given some thought to, but I am going to look further into that. Fascinating. Uh, line two, Levi is in Boise. Levi, I got one minute for your story, so go for it. All right, so uh, when my mom and dad got married, my dad bought her a uh, uh, thirty-eight special stainless steel pistol. Mm-hmm. And when I, when me and my brother were little, um, my dad travels a lot, and he's never home. And he mm-hmm. was not home that time. My mom heard somebody driving the driveway, and it was about 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Dad was supposed to be two states away. Mm-hmm. So she grabbed her pistol out from underneath her bed, got in the hall, and waited for, because she heard the door open, she waited for him to come around the corner. Mm-hmm. My dad had decided to come home and surprise my mom. Mm-hmm. And he says to this day he can still remember that shiny barrel pointed in his face. You know, it's an interesting point, and we have told people in our families, we've learned, uh, you know, if you're coming in late, let people know, because you know, we think it could possibly be an intruder. There have been a lot of tragic accidents uh, that way. And you know, it also goes to the point of 
being able to identify the target. Just people say, well, if he's in my house, I'm going to shoot him. No, no. You need a good light to identify the threat, to find out what's going on. You need some discipline. You need to understand what's going on because just because they're in your house doesn't mean that this is a threat or a target. It could be a neighbor. could be the dad coming home unexpectedly. In fact, we'll talk about lights when we come back because a good light, a really good, serious light can save lives. I'm not kidding about this. Our number here is 866-TALK-GUN. If you'd like to be on board, give me a holler. I'm Tom Gresham. This is Gun Talk. 